Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. that scotty j does that sound about right we are good we are okay all right everybody now we want to welcome you to the jimmy star show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment we got a fun show for you guys today before we get started let's say hello to everyone starting off with my gorgeous beautiful outrageous man about town mr ron russell who needs to lose 20 pounds that's okay you look fabulous no i don't Anyway, um, I'm in a really bitchy mood today, so gangway, everybody, watch it. As Betty said, fasten your safety belts. It's going to be a bumpy show. You especially, Scott and Danielle, watch it. 
I'm out with cleavers, hatchets, and knives. So then we want to say hi to the man behind the boards in our in Pen- in Philadelphia, the the fabulous Scotty J. What's up, Scotty J? Yeah, guys, what's going on? So you know, Ron, you're in a bad mood. You're out there with cleavers, hatchets, and knives. You're no different than my wife. I hear that every day. <laughs> yeah, the only difference is I'm not after you because you can't get it up. <laughs> I'm after you because always things happen on this show that drive me crazy. <laughs> I like professionalism. You know, years ago in my early days when I was somebody, I worked for professionals. I worked for CBS and, and all, all the networks and Universal Studios. So I was spoiled because I used to go on the set, do my job, and leave and never have a problem. On this, it's Russian roulette. Are we going to have sound? Are we going to have visual? Are we going to even have the fucking guest? You know, we don't know. Sometimes <laughs> They're on their way to, you know, do the show, and they stop off at local bar, and they don't ever make it. <laughs> so that's the story, handsome one. So tell us the truth. Now hold on, we have to say hi to everybody. You're oh, having a oh, long conversation. Oh, shut the fuck up! You're we gotta say hello already? to the fabulous Danielle. Oh. What's Danielle? Oh, now hello, she comes hello, hello, boys. How are we today? There we go. Nails on the blackboard. Nails on the blackboard. Uh, no, that's fabulous. You win some, you I like when she does the Ava Gardner deep whisper. What happened? That's Dean, but I couldn't hear him. What did he say? I don't know. Fuck off on the show, Dean. (laughs) Nails on the chalkboard are when you come on the show, Ron. Get off my show, Dean. So, Mary, when are you moving out to California? (laughs) Dean. Dean's nickname is Mary. Mary Dean. Dean, uh, when are you moving out to California? That would be way too close to you. I mean, I wouldn't mind being being in the same state as Jimmy, but I don't even want to be in the same country as you. Well, then you better move out of America. You better try no, like Tripoli. Go to Tripoli, to Africa. I hear they need a radio station there. Where are you, Gene? Did you go? Away? I don't know why he seems to come in. It sounds uh, like Ron, they're coming in and out. Ron, you're welcome for the little digital nip and tuck I just gave you, babe. I thought you were Dean. That's Scott talking. No, that was Dean talking. They sound alike, like two fags. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell the fags apart. They sounded like two girls. Well, Dean and I are betrothed just like you guys now. There I you know go. That, but too bad for you. You know, you're not going to get any meat out of that marriage. <laughs> I heard, I heard, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse. Anyway... Let's get. Are we, am I allowed to speak there? Oh no, no, we have to say hi to the chat room. Ron, so, button up nice your to talk shirt. to you, Dean. Ron, Hope button up all your is shirt, well. Your Dean, you, I'd like to see you one day. Come out to California. We'll have a party for you. We'll hey, talk Ron. A big party. Ron. What? I don't know. He can meanwhile, he's meanwhile, talking. how's that grandson? That beautiful boy that was like two months old and he was six foot four, three hundred pounds of muscle. Remember your grandkid? Yeah, he. Well, I have another grandkid now. I have seven grandkids. Oh my God! God. Congratulations! And that wow. little penis of yours. Look what it did. Seven grandchildren. <laughs> well, it's amazing. at least I'm not on a TV <laughs> really? show with a gut hanging out of my shirt because it's not buttoned. <laughs> yeah. Gene, I hope you're okay, baby, and everything is good. Um, now get the fuck off our show. We have to get funny. <laughs> And interesting. Okay, well, as soon as Jimmy does the show and you leave, it'll get funny. Meanwhile, I'm yeah. going to cough up phlegm and spit it at the camera. But any, I'm sick as a dog. I've got this dreadful cold that doesn't seem to want to go away. It goes from my head to my chest, from my chest to my head, and back and forth. So I'm not in a good mood because of that. But I am, a, I am in a good mood because I feel wonderful. 
My heart rate PMs are up in the 70s, like 71, 78, 67. So everything is just fabulous. From my pacemaker operation, I have new energy. And I really, really recommend to anyone out there who's feeling like shit, go get your RPMs checked. RPMs? BPM. BPM. <laughs> RPM is motor. Same thing. Go get your BPMs checked. Okay? All right. So we got a whole bunch of people in the chat room. What's up, chat room? We want to say hi to everybody. Teresa Saban is in the chat room. Cindy Lady Lake from Lady Lake Music's in the chat room. Uh, Jane Doe, that's Angela Joseph, is in the chat room. Angie Baby! Is wait, in wait, the wait, chat wait, 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 stop. Angie Baby, you said you got a new bra, one that really jacks them up and pushes them together. I can't wait to see you. I will absolutely critique your tits. There you go. Backpack John is in the chat room. What's up, Backpack John? Twiz and White Piece is in the chat room. Uh, let's see. That's most of the people that are in the chat room working on it. So now that was, she says, Hey baby, they said, thank you. Um, so we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to have, wait, 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 wait. What's her name? The German broad B. She's, B. she's still sick. Yes. And I sent her a nice little, uh, email thing on my Facebook, whatever it is uh -huh. saying that she should come to Palm Springs and get some sun and heat. She's in Germany, freezing Hanukkahs off. I mean, that's cold Germany this time of year. It absolutely is. That's B. Claudia, so we want to give B. So Claudia... B. Claudia, hop a flight, come on to Palm Springs, and we'll get you loaded, drunk, stoned, and you won't even know you're sick. Or just come and, like, relax in the sun. We, we never relax here. Never. We never relax. Anyway... Well, why am I looking there? The camera's here. I don't know why you're looking there. I'm looking at myself, how narcissistic. Oh, well, you should be looking there. You can see no, Scott typing on his phone. I should, be wearing a, I should be wearing a long line brush or a long line girl. Oh, Scott's in the chat room now, too. So what's up? Brock Titan is in the chat room because he always has funny things to say, you guys. We've got Pop, Pop Group hooked on Helen coming on the show. We met them in L.A. And uh, then we have actor Mike Ferguson, who's an uh, actor, stuntman. Uh, big, burly, mean-looking guy who's, like, nice as fuck. It's unbelievable how nice he is. So it's going to be a lot of fun today. Um, we give you a little recap of our, like, weekend weekend. We went to the movies Friday night and saw a movie that we couldn't wait to see, and then Ron didn't like it that much. What was it? <laughs> the Good Liar with Helen Mirren. Okay, Helen Mirren is an outstanding, magnificent, beautiful woman and a tremendous actress. She never disappoints you. Her, for her, I love the movie. The movie was contrived, a very old story, a whole, a whole sort of Alfred Hitchcock twisted around thing. The ending is very predictable. By midway of the movie, you know exactly what the scene is all about. So the ending doesn't capture you like the writers thought it would. It's copycat writing from great movies of the 1930s and 40s. If Helen Mirren was not in it, I would have screamed and wanted my money back. But because she was in it, I was totally content and happy with the film. So if you're a Helen fan, go see the film because she's just outstandingly brilliant and such a beautiful woman in her 70s. And if I was straight, I'd date her. She's got nice big knockers, too, and they're real. How do you know? They're real because I've airplane. seen pictures of her from 40 years ago when she was a magnificent blonde with a body of death and hanging her knockers out. And she did a lot of nudes when she was like, she's, she's a little younger than I. Okay. I, th I think she's 72 or 3. So, you know, we came up the, the ladder at the same time. A sexy woman at this age. I mean, she's very bangable at the age she is now. I'm sure uh, lots of men get 
you know, turned on by her. So we also we got a lot of uh, great feedback on last week's show, everybody. And uh, the show's going up on YouTube tomorrow. Um, yeah, with, but I'm a little sad about JP the, feed, Castillo. the feedback we got was Jimmy shouldn't be on the show. Let that Ron stay by true. himself. Yeah, they did. Right. Hey, Bruce Glasgow just joined us anyway. Everybody enjoyed last week's show, playing Ron's things and interacting with the chat room. Everybody in the chat room was interacting with us. Um, we're going to try and upload the whole thing onto YouTube, you guys. So it's not just the interview part, but it'll be all the, the jibber-jabber talking that we did because it was really funny and everybody seemed to enjoy it. Because so look for that tomorrow. Everyone is copying our deal. So many people now are doing the Ron and Jimmy show just like we do it. And it's going to be a bore because there's so much of it out there that nobody's going to even want to watch us anymore. But nobody so can do you. I, no, nobody could do me. Well, you can. But um, <laughs> you could do me whenever you like. Yeah. But I, I, matter of fact, you could do me tonight. <laughs> but anyway, um, I suggested to the Fuhrer here, Mein Kampf, Adolf Hitler, the, the notorious mean man that I, I'm with, why don't we have less guests and more of us. Let's have talking about us, about subjects. Let's even allow certain people to call in with comments. So the show is not just about performers, you know, the I, I, I people. My next film, my next radio, my next record, my next, air, you know, bullshit, boring. We're not online or we're not on the air to hear your resume. We're on the line in this show to find out who you are. Gay, straight, married, not, why, how come, alcoholic, ex-drug addict, terrific actor, why? Those are the questions that I ask, and that's what's made me have a fabulous career for the last 12, 15 years, I believe, from my own show, Set the Record Straight. And if you guys think that's a good idea, plug us in. Let us know. Do you want to get more dirt, gossip, and dish? And less me, 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 I, 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 my new movie, my new record, my new ass, you know. So let us know. Okay. That's all. My comment. That's you, fine. Why'd you give me a dirty look? I didn't give you a dirty look. I was just looking. Oh. Looking for what? To do Well, me? I mean, you can't do, if you do call-ins, the people aren't going to be on video. So, like, you're going to have hearing, and you, and you don't ever want anybody who can't do video to come on the show. That's why we don't have Jimmy, a lot of people come I'm, on. Jimmy, Jimmy, now Jimmy, see how you twist everything I didn't around. twist it around. No. I am a TV personality. I'm not a radio host, okay? So when I'm doing a celebrity that is important, I like to see their face so I could read their lips and know when they're going to shut their fucking mouths, stop bragging about themselves. They don't so, get custom people that do that hardly So anymore. I open up we had a couple. So I open up and help them through it because a host, a, a gossip host or an, an interviewer such as I, we have to guide our people through it. We have to take them through the show and bring out the best quality in them. We are not here like most dumbbells out there that sit and say, OK, tell me, because they don't want to get in there. So the star or the celebrity usually is a moron. Because most actors are boring. Not the ones on our show. No, of course not. Definitely not. Not all of them. They're all wonderful. Anyway, um, actors are very boring people in their real lives. Glenn Ford, the famous actor, was as dull as anybody could be. Yet as an actor, he was brilliant. So it's up to the guest, not the guest, it's up to the host of the show to guide the guest through it and bring out the humor, interest, gossip. I'm good at that. Look how good we look today. 
See, he's jealous. He changes the subject. You, you're one motherfucker. Let me tell you. No, I'm not changing. I'm divorcing you. You know, friends of mine are getting divorced. I'm going to call him later. Ask for his lawyer's number. Yeah. I mean, really, it's like such competition. Out of the business, we get along fine. I mean, we get really, along fine anyway. Not in the business because I'm intelligent and fabulous, and you're not, and that's a problem. It's not a problem. So, do you still want to do me? Uh, of course, you still want to do you. It's not a problem. You have your fans. I have my fans. <laughs> you don't have fans, darling. You have air conditioners. No, that's not true. Fans. Well, that's why on Twitter I get 145 million impressions. Me, yeah, for yeah. what I say. I could get them too if I wrote. How you get? There's a place you write, and they send them to you. That's not true. It is true. Friends of mine do that. They make believe. They don't even know these people. They subscribe to something on somewhere. Oh, we'll it, find out because if I can increase it, no, that would it be does. Better. And it says it says for twenty dollars you get fifteen thousand. Rock Island says you're getting divorced too. No, that's not what Who's it getting is. Who's divorced? Rock Titan says he's getting divorced How, too. T- tell us about it, baby. That's Scotty J. Rock Titan is Scotty J. You're kidding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so now when I go to Pennsylvania and I use the men's room and I see for a good time called Scotty J, I know who it is. Oh, we'll call. You gotta like love it. Anyway, so it's time to call our first guest, you guys. So what we're gonna do? That's our first so guest. I got so much to say. It doesn't matter. Oh, have I have more imp- time later. I have important things to say. We'll get to say them later. So you no, guys see what I mean? We need longer us and less them. No, we don't. Um, people listening in the chat room, what do you think about that? Um, last week, we'll see how last week's show does. I'm a stand-up comic. Ones. I need ten minutes. If I don't, it's honey, a, you've been on for fifteen minutes. It's not my fault. You didn't do how anything. How fast time goes when <laughs> you, when there's interest in a show. Yeah. You know when it's you know, it's already twelve fifteen. We have to go to our guest when now. When it's a boring show, it seems like it's five hours. <laughs> when there's wonderful intelligenza and and witty people like me, it goes as. A Ian minute. Smith just joined us. What's up, Ian? All right, so guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play the video for "Tear This Place Apart." It's by a great pop band called Hooked on Helen. Uh, Ron and I met him in L.A. and uh, we're gonna play this video and get them on the line. Do you guys both have the video? Tear this place apart. Yep, tear this place apart. You got it, Scotty J? Gonna tear this place apart. All right, then on on enjoy. All right, everybody, this is Hooked on Helen. Tear this place tear this place apart. Enjoy. Don't turn around. You don't get to watch me watch you. Now get down. The home we made, the one we wanted. Don't turn around. Keep on demolishing. Baby, take a swing and
Talk all right, we're back. back. We're live. All right, everybody. That was hooked, hooked Like Helen. And the name of the song was Tear This Place Apart. And you can get it on all the digital download sites, and we'll find out when we talk to them. And before we say hi to them, we want to give a quick shout-out to B. Claudia, who says she's feeling a little bit better. And she's in from Germany. So what's up, B? We're sending love your way. All right. Now we want to talk to John and Nikki. Say hello, and let's make sure we can hear you. Hello. There we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, John and Nikki Stipp, also known as the pop super group Hooked Like Helen. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you for having us. Thank you so Hello. much. You guys I'm not allowed to speak yet. He's, he's, I have to introduce him. So first, a, a big bullshit oh, thing. Let me, let me do the whole uh, introduction, starting off with meeting my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, you sound so professional. I didn't hear all of your music because they're doing stuff and it cuts in and out. But the little bit that I heard, I like. It's my kind of music. It's not the nonsense of today that sounds like a bunch of gibberish shit. Um, I'm going to listen. No, I'm going to listen to your. You have heard their music. Huh? I have. I yeah. Have, is it in my car? No, it's in the High Strung Free Dance movie. They have four or five songs or oh, something in then, the movie, and you've I heard know. all of it. And and oh, the, and okay. the best song and the best song in the movie, which we're going to talk about after we say hi to everybody, is the piano ballad that they play yeah, while look, they're doing the dance scene, I, and that's I them. I can't believe it. That's you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, I made. Well, I know Michael really well and his wife Janine. I mean, they're dolls, and we went to the after party. And I'm not lying. I'm no bullshit up your ass. I'm not lying. And I said to Michael, I said, I love the movie. I said, but that piano piece was outrageous. Oh. And he said, yeah, and he even mentioned your names like I knew. You know. Plus, they were at the after party. That's how I met them. Did I meet you at the after party? Yeah, you said hi, but you don't ever pay attention. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm very high. That's why, that's why I don't say hi, because I'm tired. And I drink, you know, a cocktail or two or three. Right. And when you're exhausted after a, a, a 21-hour day that you're working, you know, I, I, I deliriously walk around smiling. But now I know who you are. And yes, I love. And you wrote that. Yes. <laughs> so thank you. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to go into that. Yeah, in a minute. We're going to talk about Everyone out there. First. Everyone out there. First of all, not because Michael is a, is a fabulous guy, but Michael and Janine are talented. They did a great, beautiful job on the first movie and an even better job on the second movie. Their points they get across are beautiful. They don't shove it down your throat and choke you. They simply delicately suggest how you should behave in the world. And I totally agree with, with Michael and Janine. The piano piece I'm talking about, when you see the film, you will agree with me. So let's introduce them to everybody. And you're so handsome and pretty. Usually ugly people write shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're really good looking. And that's a, that's a plus. So what do you do? Hang on, hang on. We gotta, I want to introduce them Not to everybody. Yet. I have to finish my intro. So what do you do for a living? <laughs> you made me almost blow that line. <laughs> Well, no, all right. No, no, don't answer that. I have We're a very bad back. cold. I have a bad cold. We're going to come back. So I'd hold like on. to spit some phlegm down your throat. No, so here we go. We want to <laughs> we want to like do a proper introductions because the television stations request it. And uh, uh, so here we go. Uh, first we want to introduce you to the man behind the boards. He's running all our video. He's in Philadelphia. That's Scotty J. Scotty J, say hi to Hook Like Helen. Hook Like Helen. What's going on, guys? Hi, Hello, Scotty, Scotty J. J. Then we have at the W4CY Studios in Florida, uh, Danielle. Danielle, give a shout-out. Hello. Welcome to the show. Watch Thanks your husband around time. her. Around her, you watch your husband. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> married, married men are not my thing. 
Oh, now we have a chat. You're so full of shit, Danielle. A cute <laughs> one like that, you'd pay. <laughs> then we have a chat room full of people. We have um, Germany. We have England. We have Canada, the United States, all kinds of people in the chat room. Just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Some hello, everybody hi. in the chat room. All right, you guys. So this is Hooked Like Helen. You can follow him on Twitter at Hooked, Hooked H-O-O-K-E-D, Like Helen. It's HookedLikeHelen.com. We met him at the High Strung Free Dance premiere in Los Angeles. It was about a month ago, maybe. I'm not sure. And in the movie, which everybody needs to see, uh, however you can see it, it's kind of like the second movie in the High Strung uh, series of films. And they have a... Wait, a warning. If you're a moron, a stupid ass, a low-life pervert, degenerate... Do not watch this movie. You will hate it. Okay, there you go. And then, but if you like great music, great dancing with like the, an incredibly gorgeous cast, you definitely want to see it. And and we met Hooked on Helen actually at the after party, but they uh, have a song in the video. Uh, they have a song, a music video from the song that's in it. Plus, they have a bunch of other songs that were in it. And their song uh, for the movie that was in the film is called Liar. And it had a premiere on Radio Disney, and it's a beautiful, beautiful video uh, of them. Uh, she's playing the piano, and I guess you guys wrote I it. I do remember asking Michael, uh, how, where did you find this music? How, and he told me, but I don't remember. So here's, right. what, here's the so deal. Wait with, a minute. I'm going to ask that question again. How did Michael find you? Oh, I know the answer. Go. We were so oh. rude. <laughs> well, he actually found us um, because when they were just, they had just finished the first High Strung film and it was in theaters all over Europe and everything and they ran a little contest um, through Indie.com for more music for possibly the sequel and we uploaded a video of me playing the song um, that we shot with our iPhone and got to meet Michael and Janine. Now I remember. Now I remember the story. It's a fabulous story. And and I'm not baloning anybody. It's really a great movie and that piano piece will stick in your brain. It, it, It sort of made the film what did it do to the film? What did it, it made me feel good. Well, it was the best part of the film. So yeah. you have the it song re- of the really best part of the me, film. No, it really made Thank me feel very much. good. Because it was the emotional, sensitive part yeah. of the film that you like, and guys I, are doing it in. And I remember saying to myself, Jesus, I wish I was at a concert now listening to this kind of music because it's so beautiful. Oh. So really, it really is. Everybody out there, we're not making this You're going to hear it in a minute anyway. You're going to love it. I mean, unless you're a stupid ass. If you're one of these stupid people that need a bongo to make you happy, you're not going to like music. So you guys, listen. Hook, Hook Like Helen's website is hooklikehelen.com. And if you go and read their bio, it says they live in a house in the woods 40 miles left of Cleveland. Like, But are there people around you or do you just live in the woods like... We like, have some neighbors. We do have neighbors. <laughs> but we are in the woods. A nice I don't safe know you can see. Yeah, it's beautiful. We used to live in Pennsylvania like that. Well, I always say, and this is the truth, the best people I've ever met as a great group are Ohio people. I have many, many, no, I have many, many good friends that come from Ohio, maybe six or seven. Oh, wow. Well, they don't live in Ohio. Well, only one. Meg Meg lives in Ohio. My friend Meg, she lives in Ohio. And if ever, God forbid, you need a pulmonist, go to Cleveland uh, Clinic Hospital and look for, um, oh, my God. What's what's Meg? What what's Rudick? Alan. Alan Rudick. Doctor <laughs> Alan Rudick. He's the head guy uh, for lungs and stuff. And oh, everybody, wow. And everybody out there. So if you're in Ohio and you need a really good guy, go to. Uh, uh, I am so like. Okay. Anyway, I want to know. So how do, first of all, I want to know how long has hooked like Helen been like hooked like Helen? 
Well, um, a few years now, I guess. Um, we moved out to Ohio from L.A., and we got our home studio, and uh, I guess probably two or three or four three, years. Yeah, yeah. We, we met playing in a band in L.A. together um, and got together and got pretty serious and decided to move back to where I'm from. I'm from Ohio originally. She's from L.A. originally. Oh, poor her. Well, they go but back anyway, to L.A. a lot, though. No, but, you know, it's, it's hot. Yeah. Ohio and L.A., that's like hot and cold. <laughs> you know? It doesn't seem to bother them. I mean, no, everybody in Pennsylvania and Ohio and all over the area that we've traveled are very laid-back, nice, homespun guys and women. They don't put it on, and they're not like, <gasps> but the L.A. chicks, I could puke. And you're not you, not you. But I didn't fit in. No, we didn't fit in. We go to these red carpets and these little, I call them trashettes. They come thinking they're going to be the next Marilyn Monroe and everybody there sees them and wants to bang them. And if they give pussy, they're going to get a part in the movie, okay? Meanwhile, they have clip covers for skirts. They got their boobs hanging out. They walk around, oh, I, oh, 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 with that guttural voice when they do the gravel voice. I love the gravel voice. Hi, my name is Matilda, you know. <laughs> they're just comical. So now I want to walk around at every red carpet and say to them, why don't you dress like a lady? Audrey Hepburn got to Hollywood. Good. So did Sophia Loren and Jane Russell. Well, Jane Russell. No, she dressed well. <laughs> Being a, Looking like a slut hooker is not going to get you anywhere but in the guy's bed. And then the next day it's, honey, I'll call you. You'll be in my next movie. Oh, and he never calls. And he never calls. But I could see that you are a good girl, so you're, <laughs> you're not one of those Hollywood whorettes. You guys look so yeah. young to me, though, yeah. honestly. You guys I, look I so young. Right. You know, I think I have a picture with you, the redhead I'm talking no, about. No, you don't. I do. No, I think I do. Now, you walked up for two seconds, and I introduced him, and you were flitting around, and then you flitted away. <laughs> I, had, I, I had three vodka martinis. I sat and actually talked with them and found out all kinds of stuff well, with them. I tried to talk to people, but I was spitting on them as I was talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> so they walked away. I love it. So, but I okay, so. I was with, Jay, I was with uh, Joe Jamie. Who, you know, I love my Joe Jamie. Everybody out there, that's uh, Michael. My, not, why am I? I'm not well, by the way. So you have to forgive me. <laughs> I'm on. No, I'm on that Jay Quill shit. He's on painkillers. He's on all and kinds Jay of things. And Jay Quill. I just had. A, <laughs> I, no, I just had a. What do you call it? Put in. He just had a pacemaker, pacemaker put in a week ago. A week, so. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So I'm a little. He's a little bit older than he looks. Even though he looks Shut like up. he's young, he'll yeah. be 80 soon. He's about to be 80. Oh my he's, gosh. That's, That's awesome. a lie. That's a, Jimmy likes <laughs> yeah. to lie. I tell the truth. Yeah. The truth. yeah. <laughs> he likes to lie. Meanwhile, um, so I'm a little dingy right now, but every all our fans love it when I get this way. I warned them in the beginning of the show. I don't know what to expect. That's the reason why I don't know anything about you guys is because I tell Jimmy, I don't want to know anything about our guests unless, of course, I know them. Right. Because spontane spontaneity is what's really important in our business. A rehearsed question is so boring. But right. when we do this kind of stuff like we're doing now, our fans love it. And they're going to love you because what a beautiful couple. So hold on. Let's you go back. Okay, like, You should be like in an ad for like get married. So so let's let's <laughs> first of all. You guys, actually that would be you guys would be like okay, a, look like if you told, if you like pretended like you got you met on like match.com or something you could be like a success no, she story looks for them. Like, she looks like she's got three children and just finished baking and he looks like the <laughs> husband came home from the office 
and he's very stern, looking around to make sure the house is clean. And then yeah. nothing like that at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, let's talk. Okay, so High Strung Free Dance. You met Michael. You got the song in there. Uh, I went on iTunes today. I saw that. I think there's three songs that that uh, you guys are your three of your oh, songs I know. there. Yeah, I think I know. H- hang on, from. wait a second. Wait, my mind doesn't last long. You got to do it quick. No, you don't know him from anywhere. That's the only no, time I we've think ever I seen might. him. No, were you on the red carpet of the first movie? No. They didn't know Michael for the first movie. They oh. met him for the second one. I thought you said the first movie. No, no. No, that's right. When the first movie was in theaters, that's when they started kept oh, looking oh, for stuff oh, for the oh, second oh, movie. Oh, yeah. But let's go back. Okay, so High Strung Free Dance. You have three you have three songs on the soundtrack that I saw, but on your website it said I think it said you had five. So does that mean you like helped write some of the other songs? Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I co-wrote with Mark Mangold uh, the second song in the film's trailer, and then also one of my my little pop alter ego, Fraley, uh, collaborated on a song with Ali Tominique that's on the soundtrack. And it's oh, is in- that the rap one where he's rapping? Um, it, it's a it's not the first one that he raps that he's okay. actually in. It's this like second one later with the photo shoot that's yes. going on. Got it. Okay. I love that. I, I really liked Ali Tominique. He was really cool. I mean, I never met him before until we went to the premiere, but but he sat in front of us uh, for the film, oh, and so it was a lot of fun. Now, let's talk to the husband for a minute. Are you happily married with this woman, or would you <laughs> have preferred to be married to a platinum blonde with gigantic fake boobs and fake ass and a nymphomaniac uh, who follows you around uh, wanting sex? I would keep my wife over anything. Oh, no matter. Yeah, you'll give him a big kiss for that. That oh, is so that. sweet. <laughs> Look at that. That's the stuff I want to hear. You know, yeah. you stay together forever when you talk that way. So, how long have you guys actually been married? Six years. Okay. Oh, so, right? so, Six years. Six years. Oh. And how many she, years? she asked him right. It's always the husband asking the wife right. And how, and how many years are you together? <laughs> and how many years were you bef- together before you got married? Living in sin. Oh. Living in over. sin. <laughs> a little over what? A year, probably. Well, seven years. Oh, no, today they say try before you buy, and I yeah. believe it. Yep. <laughs> oh, I yep. do believe in it because if that doesn't work, baby, the rest of out of bed ain't going to work. It's oh, all got it's got to happen. The chat room loved that little kiss thing though. They thought that was well, like fabulous. Look at their adorable. Yeah. What are you? How you're probably much older than you look. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously. How old are you? You look like you're 21, 22. They couldn't be though cuz they couldn't be married for 7 or 8 years. They Why not? Cuz they would have been like 13. <laughs> women, girls in LA are getting laid at 12, giving head at 9. I mean <laughs> A friend of mine's a teacher. She said the school bus the nine-year-olds or the ninth graders, girls. Yeah, nine-year-olds, di- ninth grade is different than nine-year-olds. No, little people, whatever the fuck they are, just people like little. <laughs> the, gr- the girls are giving head to the boys on the bus. Oh, and that's the- horrible. <laughs> no, she said they were twelve. That she told you they were twelve. I know. Twelve-year-olds. Twelve-year-olds. That's so trashy. Do you guys have children? We have one. How old is your child? He is six. Okay, don't let him listen to this interview. No. <laughs> and, and, and don't own, don't have an only child. Now, did you let him see High Strung? Has he seen the film? He hasn't seen it yet because he didn't come with us to L.A. Um, but we're he's he's excited to see it in the future. He's watched what? all the trailers and all the scenes. But one thing that's very cool about Michael Damian films is that they're all family friendly. So like they don't put anything in them that you know young kids can't see, which I think is very admirable. Michael is a heavy duty Catholic. And that's why he doesn't really like profanity or degeneracy like me. I, <laughs> what, what, 
I, I, I was the host for his first movie on the red carpet. Jimmy and I wow. were the interviewers. And Michael, in New York, for the New York premiere Michael of the first film. Michael almost had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> because of the things I were asking the people on, especially Jane Seymour. I mean, they were just having a nervous breakdown. Oh, <laughs> because he loved it, though. Oh, he did because everybody flipped. Our interviews got thirty-six thousand plays or something, but they were like, "Yeah, we, well, yeah, yeah." Because some of the things said, we can't help share those too much because every once in a while he'll throw a bad something in there that they don't want to see. But but he was happy that we got so many views and plays, and we promoted the a lot. We promoted, promoted the film it. a lot. Yeah. He's a great guy, and everybody that works with him is a great guy. And I think you guys are terrific, and I think that I'm sure by meeting him, it has helped you know, basically bring a lot of visibility to Hook Like Helen. No, I want to ask him a question. Now, you wrote most of the music for the film, not, no. not all of it. No, three. They There's participated in five in songs. Film. There's 21 songs on the soundtrack, and there are five of them. They participated That's in five of them. That's quite a lot. Five is a lot. Five is a lot. It's a fly flying around. Yeah, but five is a lot. How did you come to put it together? Like, where did you pull it from? Well, um, pretty much each song was like a different case. Um, Liar was something that I had written as um, sort of a part of the healing process for something I had been through with an abusive relationship in the past. Not him. He's a nice guy. <laughs> um, <as laughs> I'm glad it's not him. Um, Surface Break was another song that um, we had previously written. It was from a previous release that Michael and Janine really liked, which was awesome. And then, uh, you know, the song that I co-wrote with Ali, that was just fun. That was just kind of like a role play thing. You know, Michael gave us the scene and we were just like, okay, attitude, awesome. Same thing with Radiant, which was for the trailer and also No Turning Back, which is the other Hook Like Helen song. It I was gotta tell you, you, you did five really good pieces of music. Usually you do one, two, or maybe three. But to do five, I mean, so much. It was just been an amazing opportunity that he gave us to like just well, kind of go and run with it. So. The next time I speak to Michael, I'm going to say, if you don't use them in the third film, you're a, jerk, <laughs> you're a stupid jerk because they they make no because they they made his film quality. Well, I mean, and the dancers made it quality. Everything and the, about it, all his films and the were photography quality. was quality. Yeah. Only the Jane Seymour part. I told Michael about it. Time, it's time for her to like get married and go to another town. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. You need a, you need a name. Right. That's all you do name. today is get a name. The first thing when you have a script is they don't even care about the title, the script. They say who's in it before they even talk to you to give you a nickel and a half. Personally, Jane Seymour is cute. I like her, but she's no great pull. You know, get okay. like. Betty Davis or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, right, well, she, Betty she, Davis. Well, if you got her, it would be a miracle because she's dead. Now, that would <laughs> everybody would want to go see a dead woman in a movie perform. But anyway, you have to really do So, it. you know, it's like blowing up, though, is the guy who played, um, not the piano playing guy, but the dancer. Now I forgot his name. Who's the guy, the, the lead guy? Sander, yes. Thomas, Thomas Doherty. Doherty. Thomas Doherty. Is he blowing up like huge now? I don't he, know if you guys he, watched. He banged Helen Mirren. Yeah, he's in Helen Mirren, Queen of Scots. He, he didn't her. bang her. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. She had sex with him. No, she's not, she's not the one he had sex with, what? is it? Yeah, the, he was the little, the cute guy with the white wig. No, he wasn't. Yes, he so. was. Yes, he was her boy. Anyway, he's all over. Anyway, she played the Zarina No, when, when, he, when he says that he, like, because in in, it's called Queen of Scots or something. No, she's the Zarina of Russia. 
And it's a Helen, it's an HBO miniseries. And she plays. And Thomas Doherty is one of the main characters in it. And Helen Mirren does have sex with everybody in the whole movie. Because if you know the story, if you know, if you know the story of the the mother Russia, if you know the story about the Tsarina, she was a nymphomaniac. What they failed to show us in the film was she got, she died from being strapped and mounted to a horse who she was having sex with. And that's your history books. Some history. They didn't. They didn't show that part, but they did show but, her having sex with like every guy. All, so, all her assistants. She was so having sex the, with. And so the star of, of your movie, she eyeballed him and made him her secretary, and she was having sex with him. So there he was kissing Helen Mirren, and I kept saying, "He's so lucky. I would like that part, but I would be too old." But anyway, <laughs> that's what a nice part to kiss Helen. I kiss her like a mother, you know, because I love Helen Mirren. I think she's a brilliant. Brilliant actress. Anyway, he's going anyway, to be a huge a star. Guy. And Harry Jarvis is going to be a great star. And the girl who was in it, Doherty, was fabulous. The star's girlfriend. She wasn't she's a Doherty movie. also, but she's not related to him. She's the best. I loved her. She was a sweetie pie. Oh, he's talking about Dove Cameron. Did you guys meet Dove Cameron the night of the premiere? We saw her, but we were too shy. Oh. Shy? I was with her. And you know what came out of my mouth? So what do you do for a living? <laughs> and she, I didn't know, we didn't know who she was. Well, she said, I'm an actress. She said, she wait, just. Wait, and I said, have I seen you in anything? Oh. And, she, and then she told us that she, and then she's joking with us that she just moved here and she just got an agent and she was like just giving us just all this. Playing like, with us. Playing with us because we didn't know who she was. And we had the best time. And we had a great time talking with her. And then I went home and Googled her and she's got like 34 million, million Instagram credits. followers. And every post yeah. she gets gets a million plays. And she's, she's been a, on Jimmy Fallon and she's been on everything. She's a big and she's girl. basically like a Disney superstar has turned her into like a, a mega star. But a sweetie pie. I mean, she was hugging me. You know, she was gorgeous. They do that when they see old men. They figure you're going to die any minute. So let me give you a thrill. <laughs> you know, in case you drop dead going home, you hugged a pretty girl. But um, she was just as sweet as could be. So hold on. She now, let's hear John say something. John, say something. <laughs> say, John, John, say something. Say something. Okay, so uh, so how did so you were in the band in L.A. and you met her. Were you in the band first or was she in the band first? I was actually in the band first. Uh, we were a six-piece blues rock band. Uh huh. Looking Love for it. a keyboard player, and our singer somehow—I don't even know how this really happened—knew somebody who knew Nikki, and he and saw she, one of my like a video of me playing live. <laughs> she came to try out for the band, and everybody loved her. So of course we accepted her. <laughs> so was it like a love at first like, you saw her? Like, did you see her and go, oh, my gosh, I got to totally get with this one? Or was it I, a, like more like as you go along, you liked her a little bit more all the time? Or did you say you should be so lucky? <laughs> was, I, was, I totally need to get with this one. but Oh, really? But I need to do it right, and I need to take my time. And we it, it took a while. But I yeah. did. Oh, I knew and, it. And that's why for Christmas you're buying her a diamond pendant for her neck? <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> and if he, does, if he doesn't call me, we'll talk. And you just all you gotta do is call Michael Damien and ask him to get Jane Seymour to hook you up with something yeah. from Cage. <laughs> no, Jane Seymour has that thing. That's that, what I just said. That, whatever the fuck it is, that S thing. Yes, yep. I got one and of those on the heart. way. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, now, now I, I know you're going to think I'm stupid already, but that, it's established, so I don't care. Um, who played the, the piano in that movie? The music, your piece. You oh, played it? 
She well, played yeah, it. I played it like on the record. That, yeah. that, that was you playing that piece. Yes. Yes. I and have then, to you're you going to see it now. I, She's going to so, play it. You're so fabulous. I have to tell oh, you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really mean it. So, so it makes me feel good to, to see uh, work to, of today, that uh, the work of when I was a young man. You know, we lived a very sophisticated world back in the 50s and 60s. And everything was high class and wonderful. And that's the compliment I'm going to give to you. Your music is high class and wonderful. And thank I you thank you so much because I friggin' I kept banging him saying, oh, Jimmy, I love this piece. Where can we get it? Blah, blah, blah. Now I know. That's yeah. right. Now I know. So what we're going to do, you guys. Everyone out there, get ready. It's sensational. Uh, what we're going to do, so first of all, Scotty J and Danielle. Oh, Scotty. I want to hear it, baby. Okay, so put it in. Plug us in. So, Scotty, that's Danielle who does that. I'll hey, Danielle. Danielle, you tramp. Plug us in. <laughs> I'm not going to the phone number of that muscle-bound guy with the 10 inches that I promised you. <laughs> so, so the name of the, the song is Liar. Do you guys both have it? Yes, I do. DJ, do you have it? I'm sorry. Uh, Scotty J had to leave, so I'm, like, <laughs> filling in for him now. Um, what video are you talking about? Fire by Hooked on Helen. You got it, right? Yeah, I have it. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Oh, you wait, guys, Scotty, I want to hear it, so plug us in. It's not Scotty. It's Danielle who does oh, I that. I keep forgetting. You she already told you. He already t- she already told you that. I got it. It's okay. No, you guys, you. this we're like this every week. That's why everybody likes us. <laughs> I have such a bronchial cough. I'm going to spit phlegm right in his face. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. I want one of you guys... Um, uh, to introduce the song, and after you introduce it, say the name of your band and where the song's from and the name of the song, and then at the end, say enjoy, and that's going to be their key to know to start to play it. Okay. All right, go. Yeah. Yep. This is Nikki and John, and we're Hook Like Helen, and the song we're about to play for you is called Liar from the High Strung Free Dance Soundtrack. Enjoy. Wow.
Yay, they'll be back, Scotty. <laughs> so everybody, that was Liar by Hook Like Helen off the High Strung Freedance uh, soundtrack. It's also on their EP, Tragedy of Physics, right? Yes, yes it is. Yes, yes. Um, so- and who I wish would sing this in my day would be Johnny Manthus. If Johnny sang this song, it uh, would be number one forever. That would be because amazing. The quality of Johnny's wonderful, harmonious voice. Do you actually guys know who Johnny Manthus is? Sure they do. They're young. No, the young people don't know don't who John Matthews is. Johnny Matthews, chances are. No, they know. She said they knew. I just wasn't sure if they would know. Everybody knows Johnny Matthews. He's the number one recording artist of the world. He's so, sold more records than Frank Sinatra. I didn't know that. That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> Frank Sinatra and Johnny Matthews have the two most amount of records but, but sold. Johnny's better. I have every a piece of music that Johnny has. I'm serious. I've been a fan of his since 1956 when I saw him on television for the first time singing Chances Are. Everybody loves you, first of all. Everybody loved your voice. Yeah, Everybody it's, loves it's, the it's song. It's really good. It's Listen really up good. to you guys. Um, uh, check out Tragedy of Physics. That's their EP that they released in 2019. It's got how many songs on it? Five. Five, five songs on it. And um, we love Michael Damien, but it would be really cool if you would buy their album because they're indie artists and uh, wait, wait, when, when are we having michael on i don't know but because we want his movies re- is it released yet no uh, i don't i don't know don't who cares who knows we're not talking about that now we're no, talking but about I, I, it just came to mind when when his movie's being released he's going to come on to push it so either way you guys want to see tragedy of i mean get tragedy of physics actually what you should do um, is get Tragedy of Physics and, and help support great indie artists like Hook Like Helen. And then you should buy the High Strung Free Dance soundtrack because it's got other songs that they didn't write on it. And that way you get them both for 20 bucks. You can have now them both. explain something to me because we have a great majority of people my age, believe it or not, that watch our show. What, what did you call them? Hooked Like Helen. No, no. An independent one. Indie artist. It, what's an indie artist? Somebody who doesn't have Sony or some big person putting millions of dollars behind them to get their song like on the movie, radio. Like a producer, an indie movie producer. Yeah, except for it's music. Yeah, okay. So everybody out there like me, now we know what it means. That's right. So they're indie, you guys. You can follow them on Twitter at Hooked Like Helen. So how do we come up with the name Hooked Like Helen? Because neither one of you guys' name is Helen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Really good friend. So the part that he forgot about when he was talking about how I ended up in the band was it was through a friend of ours named Helen. Mm. And she's just a wonderful friend and a nice person. But that's how we ended up meeting and getting to be together and have a son and do music. So, oh, so, so you guys gets, hooked up through Helen. So you're hooked and, like Helen. And, and Helen, <laughs> Hel- Helen needs to get a residual. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> she does. So for an indie wait, artist, wait, wait. Though, take it in and out. She'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> so for an indie artist, though, you guys have done a pretty lot. I mean, the Michael Damien thing I know has helped a lot. I, I actually read that you had music placed on MTV's Unlocking the Truth, which I don't even know what that is. What is that? Well, it was a, a mini docu series about um, wrongful convictions and sort of trying to like um, get them, you know, appealed or washed out or whatever. So right, right. Um, yeah, <laughs> so we got to have several songs from a previous release in that. I think I think Surface Break might have been one of them actually. Surface Break and um, get, get Well, well and... from our first EP. Yeah. So, so how, how many? So how many EPs do you guys have? Really, just the. Two, two out right now. Yeah, just the two. So okay. uh, one from 2017, and then this one now, Tragedy of Physics from 2019. Uh, my feeling is this is just a start where you are now. This is not it. 
this is just your start. Uh, I'm serious. I I really will. Uh, We have a lot of producer friends that do movies. And if they need soundtrack, I'm going to recommend you guys to go sit with them and see. And and because you made the movie good. You know, you brought you. No, this is nice. The music video, too, is fabulous. The way they the truth. You made the movie better. And I love that song and the dancing because it's it's so together. It, it it it's it was a beautiful moment. Everyone out there, go see this movie. I'm not lying to you. I sat there and I said to Jimmy, you know, usually a sequel stinks. The second movie never is as good as the first. We thought this one was better rarely, than the first. Yeah, rarely is the sequel better than the original. And we love the original. <laughs> we yeah. saw it like ten times. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, it was. It's just it's just a very basic movie, basic plot. But an, a very emotional movie. Oh, I think, uh, B. Claudia, do you mean uh, the website? Yes, it's hookedlikehelen.com. Which, by the way, I'm going to give you a hint. You guys need to put that hookedlikehelen.com on your Twitter handle uh, for people to go to your website because, like, I was trying to find your website and I just Googled it, you know, and I found it. But you should really have it on there because you'll get a lot of traffic that way when people are tweeting with you. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Um, we so want definitely you to make a lot of money. That's right. So that you survive this horrible business of ours. Also, you guys, if you are going to be in L.A. Friday, Hook Like yeah. Helen is leaving the woods and coming to the bustle and hustle of L.A. They're going to be playing Friday night at The Study, which is uh, on the Friday, November 22nd. And it's The Study, which is located at 6356 Hollywood Boulevard, where you will, I am sure, going to get to hear Liar and yeah. Tear This Place Apart, probably, and probably whatever other songs are on Tragedy of Physics. How did you come up with that wait, name, wait, Tragedy of Physics? And we would be there Friday. We have a, uh, we can't get out. I know, of it. I, I know. We, I already told her we couldn't come. But can we get out of it? I don't know, but hold, we'll talk about it later, not on air. Um, so let's talk oh, to why them. Do I care? Uh, how did you come up with the idea of Tragedy of Physics? Like all your names are very unique. Well, we had sort of this sense of we've been on just kind of a roller coaster with a lot of things in our life for the past couple of years. So it was this like what goes up must come down kind of vibe. <laughs> and we just thought, okay, well that's a little cliche. So tragedy of physics came up and there was a story about, um, in 1986 in Cleveland, uh, it was supposed to be a charity fundraiser. They released like 2.4 million balloons into the air in the city and a wind took them and ended up it was a complete disaster. It was horrible for the environment. A, a horse died, I think. Like, all kinds of stuff. And I just thought it was so sad because it was meant to be. It was a tragedy, but it was it was for a good cause, and it just wasn't thought out. And I, don't know. I love it. I like the way. And plus, the horse plus what's, what's cause of... How did the horse die from 200 balloons? I think he... Choked on a balloon, he, No, I think he... Um, I don't know. I don't actually know, but they, the, the balloons cleared and he was dead. And so... <laughs> <laughs> That is horrible. Maybe like swallowed helium or something. You never yeah. know. But you couldn't. But yeah. calling the album What Goes Up Must Come Down probably wouldn't have been so good. <laughs> I'm still worried about the horse. I heard a story once about 200 women with fake bosoms surrounding a man and he died. <laughs> now, how did that happen? That could probably well, that would probably all the, really all happen. the Celine water bags choked them to death. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a good joke um, <laughs> let it go never do it again so everybody this is John and Nikki Stipp the name of their band is Hook Like Helen they're definitely on the rise they're a pop super duo actually you have a drummer though who travels with you we should give a shout out to the drummer because he's in the video too right 
Um, he's a different drummer. That okay. kid was an actor. Um, okay. Oh, that was an actor, but you're going to be playing Friday night with a, a real drummer. Real drummer, yes. yes. His name is Jeff Martin. Hey, Jeff Martin. It's nice to talk to you and uh, love it when you play with them. I'm sure you're fabulous because they are, and if you suck, they would never let you play with them. Right. And don't, don't, don't give them any trouble. Don't make them not like you because they're going somewhere, and you want to go with them. Yeah, because when you they're on want, tour. You don't want one day, 10 years from now, to say, I should have stayed with them. They so more money than God. So let's, let's, let's ask a hypothetical. So Hook Like Helen gets a phone call from somebody's manager, and it says, we would like you to open for blank. Who would be like your ideal person? Like, oh, my God, I wish we could open for this band. 21 uh, Pilots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. From Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> and they are also an Ohio duo. Yes, they're from Columbus. Do you know them? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> we like them. Our son likes them. You should, you should totally like, like start tweeting with them though, and like, and like seeing what we can like hook that up because like a lot of times things like that can at least that you could meet them or tell them that you want to do something. I love Twenty One Pilots, that, and that kind of surprises me because they do a lot of like a little rapping and stuff in their stuff. You know that I, I, I wouldn't have put you, I wouldn't have put you with necessarily. I would have thought like. <laughs> A bulb just blew. We just had a bulb blow. Wow. <laughs> Is everybody okay? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. Wow. I'm going to fix that while you're talking. My little doggy <laughs> got scared. Is that, is that snow back behind you? Is that snow? I think it's just a gray sky, but we have had snow already. I, I it looks like a big snowy scene. It's pretty. I would have picked something like, I would have thought you would have said something like more like Evanescency, which maybe you guys are too even young to know who Evanescence is. No, we do. I do. If she's touring, yes. Yes. Yeah, Evanescence would be a fun one. Amy. So I think that would be fun. Okay, and if you were going to do a collaboration and like you were going to do a song with some other famous artist, who would you guys like to collaborate with? Would it still be the same band or would it be somebody different? So oh, so then we just have a really Chris Stapleton. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. he's a writing writer. I yeah. just can't imagine what it would be like to write a song with him. <laughs> oh my god, that is so cool! Like, see, like you never know. People don't always like say anything like what you think they're going to say, which I love. All right, so talk to them a minute. I'm going to fix that, and then we got to let them go in five minutes. So talk to them for a minute. Let me fix this light. Okay, give me five minutes. That's good. <laughs> Let's make believe we're in my apartment in Brooklyn having uh, coffee, cake, and coffee. Well, that's that's what I tell everybody. This is we have we have no crew here. This is our crew. Yeah. Oh, I realize he's a little dog. Pound baby. We have Aww. three dogs. We have a hundred thirty-five pound uh, Brazilian fila. Oh wow! And we have a, a little medium-sized um, shepherd, uh, a bearded shepherd. She's okay. cute. And then we have this little fella who's five pounds. We believe in rescuing animals, oh, and wow. you know, and the love that we get from our rescued dogs is in unbelievable. Oh, so I always say to everybody out there, if you're lonely or whatever, rescue a pet. They're the most grateful animals on the world. They're smart. They know that you are rescuing them from that little jail they're in. You have yeah. dogs? We don't currently. Tra too young and you travel. I understand yeah, that. We, we really want to get a dog, hopefully, <laughs> in the next year. I found her like, this is a poodle, uh, what is she, poodle terrier, terrier mix. mix. Oh, what a cutie pie. And a sweetie, and you can put her in a handbag anywhere. Take them. They're easy to travel with. But they're very lovable. Look, I mean, she doesn't leave me alone. 
I, I just encourage everybody to rescue an animal. Does she fly with you? What? Has she ever gone on an airplane? No. No. <laughs> we, we have her about uh, not even a year. Oh, we wow. Just, newcomer. She's, hey, he's not even she. <laughs> he's he's five years old, and he we have him about seven months. Oh, wow. Aww. So he's five pounds, two years old. Boy, I better... That that, sounds what, two years what old. What did they put in that shit, that day quilt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I had a day quilt this morning because I couldn't talk. Oh. And the day quilt made me, like, stupid. I'm not really this this bizarre, trust me. I'm a little <laughs> off the wall, but not quite this. I'm sitting here like I've had many martinis. Jay Quill, everyone. <laughs> a martini is 15 bucks a shot. Jay Quill is about $3 a bottle. Same effect. <laughs> Make everyone cough syrup junkies. Um, now, I'm going to ask you a very provocative question, and please do not lie to me. What do you think of Michael and Janine? They, oh, yeah. they are just, they've helped us so much and have been so kind to us throughout this whole thing. You know, it's like truly, it's just been so awesome to get to meet them and to work with them. And they've just boosted our confidence. And then uh, the, the opportunity after Liar asking us to write songs for the trailer and be yes. more involved in the movie after like, the initial have... liar. It just kept snowballing and it was really, really amazing. Yeah, we so. never expected to get to do all of this and they're just so kind and nice and you know, everybody that works with them just has nothing but good things to say about them and it's just I, I totally agree. And I know that you'll be in their third movie. There's no question about it, because they're very true blue to the people that they work with. Um, do, have you ever met Janine's mom, Coco? We not, we haven't officially gotten to meet her, but she did stand up and wave at the New York City premiere. So we oh, got, she, oh you went to you went to both premieres? Yes, we did. Oh, that's awesome. She's yeah. amazing. She's abroad about my age. That looks forty, fifty years younger. And absolutely sensational. No, she's fabulous. Coco's one of my favorite people. And uh, how about uh, Janine's sister? Joe Jamie. Joe Jamie. We have, um, I actually uh, contributed some music to her for um, something for her ladies' roadmap. But I yeah. haven't right. her. I got a copy of the roadmap. It's awesome. I love it. Um, but I didn't get to meet her at the premiere. Yeah, so. we had them on the show. My, we, had, we had her on the probably, show. Probably, Janine, I mean, won't like it, but I love her sister. I mean, she's my buddy. We have oh, Joe, lot. Jamie, and Rico. Rico, I love. A quick story. I've said it before. We went to dinner with them in Pennsylvania. Okay, we're having dinner, and here Michael's talking, and we know who he is, and he's a big shot, you know, rich, famous, and whatever. And his sister said, "I said, where do you live?" She said, "Well, we live in a trailer." And I thought, "Oh shit! How nice! How not, not nice of me to ask that." Here, the sister's so rich. You know, living in, in Las Vegas in a mansion. And the poor sister's in a trailer. So I felt bad for her. And I, I said, listen, if there's anything I can do for you to help you guys, like, tell me what it is you do. He's like, you can. Wait, wait, don't blow it. Let me run this one. I'll punch you. So her husband turned around and he said, well, you know, we work in the factory. And I thought, oh, they work in the factory. They live in a trailer, poor white trash. But anyway, <laughs> it turns out that he owns... Tyco Toys, and it's a $2 million trailer. 
<laughs> that they travel. It's the high strung dance bus that they travel that around. They travel in. And, and Joe Jamie and and uh, uh, Rico. They're like laughing. I, uh, they just let me run with it, and they just knew how. Well, Ron was like, "We're going to be moving to California, and if you need a place to park your trailer, you can park it at our house. Right, I mean, come and stay with you know, us. Come stay with us to help and have a real house and stuff. And then we felt like total idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they, but they, they liked they, it. They, they live in a trailer. So, what do you think? A two million dollar bus? No, no. Well, I, would, I would think like trailer, right? Yeah. Uh, and and they, and he's he's in the toy business. I mean, feel sorry for the guy. Tyco toys, by the way. Tyco. <laughs> <laughs> Tyco. Not even a shitty little company. Tyco. <laughs> you gotta like love it. So, so everybody, we're gonna have to go. This is hooked on, hook like Helen, John and Nikki Stip. Um, you can follow them at hook like Helen on Twitter. Go to hooklikehelen.com, uh, get their EP, Tragedy of Physics. Watch their video. Let's get some video views up on Liar. Actually, you guys have a lot of good videos. I have to say that um, for, an indie, for an indie band, the quality of stuff that you put out for people to see is really good. And I'm a publicist, and I work with a, like thousands of indie bands, and, and I would say you guys are definitely like in the top 2% well, probably good, of, of, of what you guys actually put together for people to see and your package that you put together. It's very, very well done and professional. Thank um, you. So that, that, that's what I find the same professional. I hate when it sounds cheesy. But I mean everything. You know? Their videos, their website, yeah, that, everything looks really good. I'm talking about it in general. Jimmy, how many people have we seen that have come on our show where we said, gee, the music was good, but that video, where the fuck did they get that from? <laughs> I mean, yours is all this. It's no, and they're not all easy to class. navigate. Your class. They're, they're not your, all easy to navigate. And your professional class. Good. Professional class goes. It still works. People know shit from Shinola. Because your videos could be submitted, you know, to like if there was an MTV, you know, like, I mean, your videos are really, no, really I'm good. Gonna, you guys are going to come back next season. And we're going to hear more from you, and we're going to be not surprised at what we hear. Not at all. I'm sure you're going to get another uh, invitation. Another something big. To write music for a film, because you can establish yourself that way. Actually, there's a lot of money in that, yeah. just so and, you know. And your credit, your credit <laughs> if you get that film out to the right people. You know what, too? Do you guys you. submit? Have you, sub you. have you submitted music to, to like, uh, music supervisors before? Um, not really. We've like a few here and there. We signed a publishing deal on some older stuff. Um, but we're kind of wanting to keep control over our newer music. Uh, you know what? When you come back from LA, give me an email. We'll get on the phone and talk. Cause I've got some suggestions for you then. Oh, and we, awesome. and we, you. Know, we know zillion producers cause everybody and their mother's a producer today and they're always looking for music, you know, original, original music. And Jimmy and I will certainly give your guy, your, your names. Because you could, you had to do it. You, all the music for uh, Damien's m movie was good. It was perfect, perfectly done. Thank you so much. All right, so I, you I'm guys have stoned a, by the minute. I know. So you guys have a safe trip and enjoy yourselves uh, on Friday night. Again, you guys, if you're in LA, they're going to be playing at the Study Friday night at 6356 Hollywood Boulevard. Safe travels to you. Um, we enjoyed having you on the show. It was such a pleasure to meet you, and I'll talk to you when you get back from LA. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, guys. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. You're very sweet people. I like you both very much. Yay. See you soon. All right, you guys. That was Hook Like Helen. Uh, we got to do a quick little commercial thing for the Jimmy Star Show, and I'm sorry that our light bulb blew out. Scotty J, did you see that on video? That's going to look wicked, that way that video thing, that thing popped. The glass is all over the floor. That's because this the house is clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, like, it scared me when it popped. 
it was freaky scary. So is your is your place built on an ancient Indian burial ground? I don't know. No, it's built. Why on... is the dog like licking your stomach? It's a nutty mug. <laughs> I button my shirt. My stop it. <laughs> Anyway, so what's up, you guys? So listen up. You can hear the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell every week live on W4CY Radio from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. We're also on K4HD Radio in L.A. Hit 1069 FM in New York, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, Podomatic, Spreaker, Apple TV, and Podbean. And on television, you can see us on Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, Celebra Media, VIP Television, and Comcast. Also, we're trying to get our rankings up on iHeartRadio and, uh, and iTunes, so please download and listen to the shows that are uh, on iTunes or iHeartRadio and rate them and review them and whatever you got to do so we can like move our way up in the rankings. That dog's so cute, though. Remind me, never wear this shirt on, on the air. Okay. It's a fitted shirt, and now it's because this is bad sofa. We got to get better seating, because if I sit up correctly, the shirt fits. But the minute I lean back, look at that. Yeah, it opens up. And you know, my tits. Everybody are gets fall to see him. Yeah, my tits are going to see. Actually, B. Claudia says we look great though, and that she loved the guest. B, we're so happy that you're back. I'm sorry that you're not how feeling come, well. How come I'm dark? How come you're dark? I don't know. You're not dark. Look, that's how you look over there. It's the Italian. That's- you don't have to worry about that. That's how it actually looks for people to see it. Oh, good. So you look gorgeous there. So you don't have to worry about it. Okay, so it's one ten. Baby, my, my day has come and gone for gorgeous. We're going to call our next guest. You know the song from, uh, I forgot what, Broadway musical? I'm Still Here. Part of the lib- lyric was, once, was it? once I was a one-eyed vamp, now I'm someone's mother, and then I'm camp. Well, I'm camp. Okay, well, you, but you're also a vamp, so it works all the way around. No. So, Scotty J, let's see if we can get a. Oh no, we gotta um, play a video, you guys. Do you guys both have the Beyond the Law video? Yes. Scotty J. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh wait, no, that's not the one that we just one. got. Snoopy, hold on. Leon. Oh, Beyond the Law, the one that uh, I didn't have. Yeah. Yes, that's the new one. Yeah, and are we going to call this guy that looks like he like could take out a whole army by himself? Yeah, if you he watch is. if you watch the Beyond the Law video, you'll see that he gets his foot broken in it. Um, he is the most timid, sweet guy. He's almost like a hairdresser. So yes, so on enjoy you guys play Beyond the Law, and then you get him on the line, okay? Uh, yes, I'm oh. gonna um leave you guys plugged in. Okay, so uh, we'll do it on enjoy. Okay. Um, uh, all right, everybody. Uh, now we're going to play the trailer for the brand new movie, Beyond the Law. It's a Steven Seagal DMX movie that also features our next guest, Mike Ferguson. Enjoy. Who wanted you dead, kid? He's the dirtiest cop I ever knew. Look, you're not a cop anymore. Stop on your knees! The kid is in a lot of trouble. You sure about that? Don't say 
Yeah, I, I cut that short because I guess the video piece of it versus the audio piece, there was like all the fluff that YouTube likes to throw into it. <laughs> so, you know. So first, let's make sure we can hear our guests. Say something, Mr. Mike Ferguson. How's it going, guys? There you go. All right. That's perfect. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented actor, producer, and total fucking badass Mike Ferguson. Hello and welcome to the show. All right. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell, who I know you know, but we have to do it anyway. I have a question I have to ask you. Of course. Did you ever think of being a ballerino, you know, a dancer? I I, I, I tried. I just I got two left feet. Oh, because I'd love to see you in a tutu. I, I just did a commercial for Manscaped where I'm the pubic. <laughs> Brown t- I'm wearing a tutu. It's a commercial coming up. So. Are you really? Are you really? Tiara. Uh, oh, tiara. go away. I would, I, love a, I would love a still of that. That's a riot. <laughs> How does it feel seriously scaring the shit out of everybody you meet? Everyone's terrified of you. They look at you and they shudder. I, 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 it, I, it's weird because I'm a dad. I have three daughters. And I've been married for 25 years to the same beautiful, wonderful woman. Uh, I built this shell because I've been a tattoo artist for 30 years. Um, I just, I guess I'm the, what people perceive as a bad guy. So I'm just going to play it out. It's fun, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Love so, it. so tattoos indicate bad. No, just that. No, he's just big and brawny. And- yeah, I'm big <laughs> and muscular. And, 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 and you know, I, I, I could be very imposing, especially when I'm filming. I like to invade people's space a lot because I think that's creepy. What I think is creepy is usually what I, I just flip around and use for, for you know, inspiration. So, I love it. Hold yeah, on. Let's but, introduce him to everybody first. Yeah, please. Well, wait, but I mean, we, we, Jimmy and I know you, so we know we're not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's you. Not, wait, wait. That's not totally true. The first time I met you was at one of those premieres, and you were with your wife, first yeah. of all, who also, she's like a bodybuilder. She's like, right. you know, she's just like, she looks like she could kick your ass. Uh, she could. She's she gorgeous. Could. She and, has. Uh, and so she when has. the two of you guys walked up, I thought maybe you were her bodyguard, but then I was like, fuck, maybe she's his bodyguard. Like, they're both she like... She is, she is, she is. <laughs> What's funny is this Saturday, she is wrestling Tessa Blanchard. She's also on TV, on Access TV. They're premiering a two-hour season finale. My wife is wrestling for the championship belt in wrestling. And yes, she can't kick my ass. I, I well, wait, did you, ever wrestle? did you ever wrestle with her? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I actually have videos of her body slamming me. And I bet you... No. <laughs> When she when she wrestles with you, she goes for the balls, right? Yeah, she she does she does, but she owns those. She took those a long way, a long time. Ago. Okay, yeah, so, because well, you know, every, uh, everyone knows that if you grab the jewels, we are ho- we are defenseless. Oh yeah, we oh, cannot yeah. move. Our bodies do not move. Actually, in the chat room, they're saying you have the three <laughs> safest daughters on the planet because between you and your wife, nobody's ever gonna fuck. I, how old are your daughters? They're 17, 22, and 24. My oldest daughter's married to her high school sweetheart. 
Oh, that's, oh, that's nice. My 17 and 22 year old both live with uh, me and my wife. Uh, I don't want to. I just told my 17 year old, I was like, please don't ever move out. She was asking mom when was a good time. And I was like, don't move out. I want you to live here forever. Yeah, but don't don't get caught up in that. My one daughter lived with me 50 years. <laughs> She just moved out with her sister. They took an apartment. And her sister lived with me for about 35 years. Hang on. We're going to come back to that in a second because I want to bring something up. But first, we want to introduce you, everybody, because people don't even know who he is because we haven't really introduced him. So we want to say hi to the man behind the boards. That's Scotty J. Scotty J, say hi to Mike. Yo, Mike, what's going on? Yo, what's up, player? How you doing today? Oh, good. You are a badass, sir, I must say. Oh, he's not. He's a sweet guy. Badass is a good term. Oh, that's good? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very sweet boy, according to my mother. So you know. oh, It's pro oh, speak, you know, like, for I love you, man. Yeah. You're, like, you're like our dog. He's a 135-pound... Uh, Brazilian Fila Mastiff. Right, oh, who dude. people are terrified of. Yeah. And, and he comes and sits on our lap and kisses us. He's like a, a lap dog. Sweet as could be. Yeah, and that, yeah so I'm going to rename you Shazam. Okay. So our okay. dog is called Shazam. So now I'm calling you Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take that. No problem. So hold on. Then we have the la- the girl behind the board. She's at the W4CY Studios. Danielle, Danielle, say hi to Mike. Hello and welcome to the show. Well, you want drugs, Thank Danielle? You. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> and then we have a chat room full of people. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? Oh, give a special. Do you know Angela Joseph? Say hi to Angela because she's in the hi, chat room. Hi, Angela Joseph. Hi, hey, how you doing? Angie baby with the big tits. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to the daughter thing real quick. Let's go back to the daughter thing real quick. So when your dogs were younger and they were yeah. first starting to, to date, did you make or bring like the potential date date people suitors? Did they have to come and meet you? Oh, everybody had to come meet me. We would do Halloweens at the house, and I would wear a wife beater, just sit in the middle of the living room drinking coffee. And <laughs> all the friends over. We wanted everybody there. We wanted to know who the family is. You know what I'm saying? We were tight knit. And uh, yeah, usually, you know, the bad ones would weed off, and then I'd become friends with all the other ones. So yeah, no, it was. So uh, I, I this, uh, look, I'm nowhere near you in size or form, yeah. but boys were terrified of me with my daughters. That's because you're mean. No, that's because, <laughs> no. I lived, we, I raised, my, we lived in Beverly Hills, and I left Beverly Hills and went back east because what was going on in Beverly Hills, I didn't want my daughters a part of. Uh-huh. Spoiled brats buying $1,000 shoes, taking drugs at 14. Uh-huh. So we moved to Garden City, Long Island, which is a very upscale uh, Republican kind of, not that I'm a Republican, but um, <laughs> kind of a waspy neighborhood of, of like, you know, faggy people. Not gay, just just those faggy straight people. The men that the men, the men that wear golf pants, golf pants with golf. Anyway, pictures. just go with the story. Anyway, who cares? They found out that I was an Italian from Brooklyn, and yeah. when they met me and heard me speak, they said, "Oh no, don't fool around with that guy's mafia." <laughs> so the neighborhood, they used to say to Leslie, the guys, "Your dad is was he really in the mafia?" And my daughter would say, I don't know what daddy does. He's an actor, you know. So they were all afraid. So I decided to use it. And when the boys came to the house for the first time, I said, see, you're going out with my daughter, right? Okay? You listen to me. Look in my eyes. Look in my eyes when I talk, all right? Yeah. Okay? You fool around with my daughter. I'm going to call a buddy in Brooklyn, and I guarantee you in two minutes you got two broken legs on the curb. Now have a nice night. (laughs) 
and my, that's amazing. I, no, and my daughter was furious because she wanted to get felt up. I think. I don't know. <laughs> no, she, I, I, she was I, about twenty-one. Sorry. She was about twenty-one at the time. <laughs> I still do it when she dates guys. Now I do that same act. I say. <laughs> When she was living with me, I say, I want you home at 12. You're bringing my daughter back here at 12, a virgin. <laughs> and the guy was there, and my daughter was So there. do you have grandchildren? <laughs> oh, no, no, sir. Don't date me that much yet, please. please I, don't have, I, I don't have any grandchildren yet. I, not that I don't want grandchildren. I just it's, it's another section of my life that I haven't gotten to. And who uh, wants ch- grandchildren in this friggin' world today? <laughs> With the schools and the killing and the gunshots. I'm glad I don't have grandchildren. Yeah, right now, yes, I'm at the same part as you, of course. The world is not a intolerance right now a little bit, too, and I don't really dig on that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, in my day, we would go out in the street, and our mothers would say, be home when the street lights come on. Yep. And yep. she never knew where we were. We were on the rooftops. We were in the cellars. We were all over. The, swimming okay. in the East River. You know. Yeah. You got to clarify your day because he's like thinking like this is. Like- oh, I was born in 1940. So I'm going to be 80 years old. So when I was a teenager, that was 1954, <laughs> three, four, five, six. Because he's not even born yet. He just turned 48. He's no, just a young gosh, But In those <laughs> days, we didn't have kidnapping or gun shooting we was safe we never in even the cha- in the chat room they're saying oh so they invented street lights when <laughs> actually actually oh. actually chat room go fuck yourself <laughs> so hold on let's get back to mike all right so so you guys this is mike ferguson his twitter is mike 71 ferguson his instagram is mike ferguson 71 He's a badass actor. He's in all kinds of things. Even though he looks mean, you can tell just by talking to him, he's like the nicest guy ever. But if you were standing next to him and you didn't know it and he gave you a mean look, you'd be fucking pissing your pants because he's just a big dude. And he also helped me out at an incident at the last thing we went to. Mars Rocks? Yeah, Mars Rocks. He was with me. I forgot what it was, but something about the guy got nasty to me. Because yeah. they were t- taping down the red carpet, the plastic shit that it was. The red carpet, my ass, it was crazy. <laughs> anyway, this little skinny nothing stepped in and, and the guy shit himself. He didn't talk to me that way anymore. Yeah. So, so let's talk about career a little bit. So you, first of all, you work a lot. Um, yes. It seems that your career is actually booming. I mean, you've got a, you've got a character. There aren't a lot of people who look like you, who look like they can be as intimidating as you. Do you do your own stunts? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I do stunts as well as act. But I do literally everything I get hired for these days. I'm doing a ton of stunts because there's nobody to really double me, you know, because of my size, because of the tattoo. Right. I mean, that makes it very hard. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm dual, dual purpose. So we'll I talk about stu- We'll talk real quick about because um, we just played the tra- that's a trailer for Beyond the Law, and we know a lot of the yeah. people in there, or they've been on the show. So you guys, when's it coming out? Do you know December third? December sixth is coming. Uh, December sixth is going to be the uh, in theaters and on demand, and the third is going to be the premiere. Maybe I just talked to the director, and he said maybe they're doing it on the third. So you guys, so the director is James Cullen Bressack, who we know and who also. Um, wrote a chapter in Sean Kanan's book, Success Factor X, that I wrote the intro for, the forward to. I, I knew he'd squeeze that in. I knew he'd get that in somehow. No, I, I, love, I actually went to the signing for that book. It's an amazing book. It's great. And, yes. And, yeah. 
want to say it's sitting right here next to me. So we had a blast. So the new film is called Beyond the Law. It stars Johnny Messner, Steven Seagal, DMX, Zach Ward, who's been on our show, Patrick Kilpatrick, who's been on our show, Victoria Damari, who's been on our show, Sean Kanan, who's been on our show, Jeff Hill, who's coming on our show in two weeks, and this guy. And uh, <laughs> it looks fabulous if you saw the trailer, everybody. So we want to support it. And 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 I love in the trailer how like they step on your foot and break your like leg, your ankle or whatever, and that looks so real. It's not even funny. And, you know, it, it, it was. Uh, James is an amazing director. I was so lucky to work with him. He's done a ton of horror movies. I'm a big fan of his. And this is his first action film. So I was, I was honored to be any part of this. And then with the cast, look, everybody's so good, man. I've worked with Johnny before on Silencer and all these other projects and stuff like that. And it was just a blessing to be on that set. And get the help you know. You have not been blessed yet until you're on the set with me. Hey, <laughs> that, that's indeed a blessing because I don't remember anything where I am, my lines, what age I am, what character I'm playing. I just stand there and I say, Where am I? Actually, though, you here? have done a lot of films with Johnny Messner because I was looking on IMDb and I was writing different things that you've been in down and I yeah. saw it in a lot of them. And you've done several things, at least recently, with Sean Kanan, which is, is one of like the our six degrees of separation because Sean's a really good friend and his wife are really good friends of ours. Love them. Love Michelle. Great people. They, they love Michelle. Michelle is my honey bun. Yeah. And then their friends, Jeff was the one that actually introduced me to him, Jeff Hill. Jeff Hill, I just want to say, is one of my best friends, and it was almost like a spiritual guider for me. Uh, he's one of the most fantastic actors and most down-to-earth grounded people I've ever met in Hollywood. Jeff Hill, uh, I love Have we seen Jeff him in anything? Um, Jeff Hill, no. He, Jeff Hill is kind of like uh, just started full-time acting not too long ago. He's got a ton of stuff getting ready to come out. He's got a big role, a pretty good role in this above the law. with, uh, um, And we met him at the Sean Kanan book signing at Barnes & Noble. He's a great guy. Yeah. Which one he's, he's a really big guy like him, but without the tattoos. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, with the beautiful blonde oh, wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a nice guy. I, oh, him on, I met him on Timothy Woodward's Silencer, which was with Johnny Messner, too, as well. Yeah, we hit it off great. He's a friendly, nice down to earth He's coming on in two weeks. Oh, good. I'm glad. So oh, then, so I, I, this I is like a, him a lot. So we were watching this movie the other night, right? Yeah. And and it, and it's uh, we were watching it. Ron couldn't figure out the movie at all. He was just like, I don't get it. Why'd they make this movie or whatever? And there's a scene in a bar, and I could have sworn that it was you in the bar, right? But I didn't know if it was you in the bar. And then I went on your IMDb today before you came on, and I saw that you're the guy in the bar. <laughs> is that movie Limbo? Poppy Chulo. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's me in the bar. Yes, it is. That that was me like in the bar. I like Poppy Chula. You did like it, but that's the one it's... with Matt Bone, the gay guy who loses his lover, who, like, finds the older Mexican oh, man right, who follows right, him. Right. Ron was watching the movie. He was just, because we didn't miss the beginning. We missed part of it at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. it was such a cute movie. Well, why do you say I didn't understand it? Of course uh -huh. I understand I know, but you said <laughs> You were like a beautiful, gorgeous guy, young watching guy. Ugly old uh, thing. Isn't going to want an ugly old guy like that? <laughs> Unless he's rich. <laughs> Uh, but it's a very cute movie. It really is a good movie. Uh, we liked it a lot. I don't know if you do. You watch yourself when you're in things or not? I'm not usually because I get very weird. And that I didn't have a huge role. I don't think I even have lines in it. So I don't usually watch those things. But I did watch that, and I thought that was a great movie. I was honored to be part of it. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Matt Bowen was such a big star too. Yeah, yeah, it was just awesome. You know, what I'm saying all the way. Very around. difficult to watch yourself because. No matter how many times you rehearse or shoot a scene, when you see it done, you say, oh, shit, I should have looked left. 
I couldn't have done that. Why didn't I say that deeper? Right? Yeah. You do the yeah. same thing. I critique it yeah. to death, and then I say, you know what? Don't leave the business. You stink. <laughs> we went to another premiere of another movie you were in. I'm not going to mention it because it was terrible. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 you can't, no, you can't no I'm not going to mention. I know it was terrible. Like, no, everybody's got a terrible movie. It's I have like, several. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we went to another one, and you were good. No, you weren't terrible, but the movie itself was terrible. And if uh, I was awake, I would have probably critiqued. Yeah, it. you slept. You slept through the whole movie. You, slept, you fell asleep after ten minutes. So... All he did was complain to me. You made me drive to L.A. for two hours for this. <laughs> but then. Uh, so you've got a bunch of things coming out too. So you did a movie, Colonials, with uh, we know a lot of the people. Jeff Hill is also in that one. Sean Cannon's in that one. Jamie Bernadette. Um, yeah, it, it was. I was lucky to be on that one too. Wait till you get a load of me. It, it's it's amazing. That Joe Bland is an amazing director, and he does all his own effects. The guy's just a, a maniac, young kid, but he is amazing. I was honored to work with him, and work with all that. The makeup cast. man. The makeup man. No. Uh, no, you don't know him. We don't know him. Oh, so what did he do for you that was so amazing? This movie is amazing. Wait, I can't give out way too much, okay. but it's a science fiction. I'm really into science fiction. I do a lot of action. I do a lot of horror, but science fiction is kind of my Jimmy Jam. I did two science fiction movies this year, Colonials being one of them, and I did uh, One in the Same, which I shot in Mexico, Rosarita Beach during spring break. Oh, awesome. I'm dying to play a, uh, not a, uh, an alien. I'm dying to play an alien. Me too. I would love it. Full. I want to do full prosthetic work. That's, what I, that's my thing is I want to do full prosthetic monster stuff. You know what I'm saying? I really, really want to do that. Oh, so we're uh, I'm I'm really good friends with some of the people who who are really big in that. We had Doug Jones on our show. You know, he's like an Academy Award winner. Um, we have uh, I'm pretty good friends with Douglas Tate, who was the uh, the the bad guy in Hellboy, the last Hellboy in the prosthetic. He's a prosthetic in everything. I love that movie, even the last one. Look, I like I've got such weird all across the board things that I'm into, but yeah, I'd really would like to do that. That's a, a creature act. I, I've I did a movie that's coming out in a couple of weeks, I think. And Joe did the, uh, it's called The Big Friggin' Rat, Churchill film. Nice. Oh, Joe Castro. Joe, Joe Castro? I love Joe Castro. I want to work with Joe so bad. We're... I'm not. But you're, you're I'm, talking I'm slow. Let's go. Well, I'm slow because <laughs> I just had a fucking operation. I had a pacemaker put in. I saw that. I'm glad you did. Yeah. Doing... You know, so this son of a bitch, I'm divorcing him tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We fight like this all the time. Don't and worry. Anyway, Joe Castro is one of, I love him, number one, as a person. He's the sweetest guy in the world. And, of course, his husband is another doll. But Joe did a Volkswagen-sized rat wow. for this movie. The fucking rat, it was called originally, and then they called Churchill, and they said, you can't do that. So <laughs> they changed it to the friggin' rat. Well, that friggin' rat, Freaking. Freaking is scary as shit. And when you see the movie, it's really a beautiful job they did. I'm a huge fan of Joe Castro. I've, I've talked to him about that every time we see him. We're like, we love got him. Love him. Oh, absolutely. I want to work in a film and have Joe do my uh, costume for an alien. Yeah. But I, I want to be me. I don't want to be like, I want my face to be me, but my body weird. <laughs> I, I, I want to be all weird because I already am all weird. I just want to. <laughs> no. Yes. I want to see me as, as an alien, like green or something, you know, like, but anyway, Joe Castro is probably in my book, one of the best in the, in the business. Yeah. And I, I worked at universal years ago, universal studios. And I got to know Nick 
uh, Nick Marcellano, who was yeah. the head of, of uh, makeup at Universal, and Baker was there. Oh my gosh! Yes. And Baker was the, the. I used to see his shit in the, when they were doing it in the in the makeup room. Yeah, it, Baker started it all. If it wasn't for Baker, they wouldn't have what they have today. He oh. started with the rubber face. There, what is it? Silicone. I'm such a big fan of Baker, man. He's done everything and everything that I grew up in. What I was like, wow. Yeah. That's, and yeah. he, and he was a sweet guy and very friendly and very nice. I spoke with him all the time when I was on set, but he was really nice. So, so go. Okay. Go, I, go, I, go ahead. You guys, about a project I just did. I spent two months in Armenia, uh, shooting a 13 one-hour episodes of a TV show, and uh, I. It's amazing. I was hired by Academy Films out of London, and I went to Armenia of all places for two months. I play a good guy in this. You look Armenian. Oh, you play a good guy? I play a good guy in this, and uh, very moral, very – it's pretty cool. I, I can't wait to everybody. I can't tell a lot about it. The name of it is called Death Squad, and uh, I, it's, it's a very different character for me. I mean, it's still a big, tough guy, the big bad, but it, very, very different. And uh, I'm fighting zombies. Oh, I like oh. that. I like well, wait, zombies. Answer me a question if you want. Yes. They, pay, they paid for you to go and put you up while you worked? Yep, yep. I stayed in a hotel suite. Why, uh, why didn't you call me? I could have been a zombie. <laughs> I, I would love to go to Armenia for free. <laughs> Are you kidding? How'd you like Armenia? I loved it, man. I mean, Very different from anywhere in the world, I hear. Yeah, it's one of the oldest cities in the world. And... Uh, the first a couple of days I was there, they had a, a water, this old pagan ritual where they have a water fight, the whole country, literally in the hotels with marble floors. We were in shopping malls. We've got water guns running through. I made a video of it, which I put on social media. Oh, I love that. But it was, it was the whole country. There were no fights. There were no anything. It was just amazing. It was a fun time. And I do want to say, again, shout out to Mike Markov. That man is one of the strongest actors I've ever worked up with, and he really helped me with my process. I will say I love you, Mike, and I can't wait to work with you again. But that what, was what? What? What is your ethnic background? Because you look Armenian. I was going to say yeah, Italian. I'm a, I'm a but on my mother's side, I'm Jewish. Um, my mother's maiden name was Daskowitz, and uh, Polish Jew, and uh, I'm Scottish on my dad's. I'm, I'm a mixture of damn everything. Uh, but I think my big nose comes from my great grandfather on my mother's side, uh, Jew. You know, Daskowitz. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's such a. Although my father was Jewish and he had a very big nose too. Yeah. yeah. So I, I guess it runs in the Jews. I'm Italian. I'm a. I'm a hundred percent Italian. Oh, on yes. my mother. On my mother's side, my father was an Italian. So my father was a Sephardic. He was an Italian Jew. That's so, awesome. So I when I was going down your IMDb. So, I saw I saw this film and I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this must be like a fan film or something because the title's too long, uh, and it's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harlequin. And I thought that's got to be like a fan film. And then I looked at it and I was like, holy fucking shit, he's in the fucking Harlequin well, movie. Wait a minute, Birds of yeah. Prey. I've seen that. No, this is new. Uh, this is uh, wait. This is a brand new. This is Harlequin. They they're going with an R rating on this movie. Uh, they're making a lot. lot Darker and gritty. Uh, Ewan McGregor plays a black mask. Um, we'll see. Um, there was Warner Brothers had some problems with my tattoos and clearance on them. So I worked about three weeks on it, and then uh, I had to go to legal like three or four times. Which, look, that was my decision. Look, actors out there, tattoos don't necessarily help you. Uh, 
I'd go to legal like four or five times and then have them reset and have every tattoo artist tattooed me. Even though I already have them, they were all contacted. Then I had to have them fill out legal paperwork. There were a couple of us that happened to. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's part of the game, man. You know what I'm saying? But, it's a but what a huge movie. I mean, that's probably going to be one of the biggest movies released next why, year. Why is this movie so familiar to me? Birds, well, of, Birds Prey. of Prey is a TV series. It all has to do with Batman and shit like that, Birds of Prey. Why do I In know the past, there's a TV series that used to be called Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, Harlequin okay. is the 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 blonde-haired girl from Suicide Squad who was date who was with the Joker. So it's all like it's all DC Comics. Yeah. Uh, stuff. So it's all, all intertwined. It's very dirty and gritty. It's going to be very dark, and I'm very excited. I was part of it. In any capacity, no matter I, what. I think it's going to do well because Joker is doing so well, and that was dark. And uh, actually, Joker is not doing what they thought it would. It did better. It did no. a billion dollars. It's a, it's the highest grossing horror movie in all in history. Yeah. Well, it's the uh, biggest movie in history. Uh, yeah. And well, they, besides part two, they're doing a part two too. Yeah, they're going to do yeah, a part two. That's I, what I read about with Joaquin. I think though the fact that that like because I was super surprised first of all that the movie had such a big title, but then when I went and saw that you were in it and that it is the movie, I mean that's going to be the biggest movie next year. I'm yeah. so excited for it because I'm a big into all the comics. Uh, and all the comic book movies. So, what's your favorite comic book movie? Wow, well, there's Watch- some of them. The Watchmen. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, that's my favorite movie, comic book movie. I, it was dark. It was gritty. It was political. It was everything it was supposed to be. I was a fan of the comic, and the movie didn't disappoint. What What about now? Are you watching the Watchmen TV series on HBO? I, I've been so busy. I've seen some of it. I love it. I think it's fantastic. But I don't have a lot of time to watch TV and stuff. Yes, I just caught, finally caught up on Walking Dead. Uh, I just, oh, I'm not even caught up on that one yet. <laughs> I, it's funny because I did a pilot for AMC last year when they were talking about replacing uh, Joe uh, McHale, whatever, the Talking Dead. Yeah. Replacing him. So I was uh, part of the pilot that they were talking about. It was us talking about The Walking Dead. And uh, so I had to learn everything about that show, every little thing. So then I was just like, all right, I'm going to keep watching it. You know, I'd already stopped. And they hit me up with this pilot, and Robert Kirkman, I'm so mad at you, he killed it last November. The executives love the show, everybody loved the show, except for Kirkman. I'm mad at you, Kirkman. There you go. I actually met him at a convention. Sometimes some of the greatest shows are killed because of of bad taste. The show that we love with Michelle Dougherty. Oh, yeah. Um, Did you ever see that one? It, I don't know why it's not on it. It's, it's, the, good, it's called Good Behavior? Good Behavior. That was yeah. like the greatest show. I've, I've heard of it. I heard it was great. It Just, is. It was unbelievably great. The best thing. And they didn't renew it. They did one, one it only season. did two seasons. No, it did two, two seasons. seasons. And she's the one from uh, Downton Abbey. She plays Miss Mary. You probably don't watch Downton Abbey, but she's like the star of Downton she's Abbey. She's a superstar. And then in she did this TV show called Good Behavior, where she's like a hooker, prostitute, drug addict, thief well, lady, that, totally like no, opposite. She's a, she's a thief, a kleptomaniac, a, a, a liar, a prostitute. Sign Every, up. Sign everything up. you could possibly. It was be. the greatest show ever. I can't believe that that it didn't. And you know, we make adore it. Michelle. She's so beautiful, and what a talented actress she is. So okay, so. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring up a pilot I just got done, which wasn't on my MPD that I'm super proud of, and I'm actually an EP on. It is called uh, uh, I Am Johnny Tales of the Champion, and it's Jonathan Lipnicki, Stuart Little, Jeremy oh, McGuire. Oh, yeah, Jeremy McGuire. Uh, Jeremy Luke, the new Irishman movie. Um, Matthew Shively, The Purge, My Life with O'Neill's The 
It's a karate movie. And I'm the big bad in it. And there's a lot of cool stuff in it. And it's a comedy. That's oh, all. I love that. I love that. No, I like all, first of all, karate stuff is back. Ever since they did that Cobra Kai stuff, it's all back. Karate is like, yeah. Yeah. that's like the most downloaded. That's like the one of the biggest shows like ever in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, which I, I haven't actually watched it, but I, I was trying to, t- I was tweeting to them though to tell them to put Sean Kanan in it. You know, he should be in it since he was in the Karate Kid 3. I was like, he should have cameos in it at least if they're not going to bring his character back. He should be in that. He is such a nice guy and an amazing guy. And I think he would be perfect on that show. Um, you also did a movie called Limbo, with, and we had all the people in it, are friends of ours, Scotty Thompson, Chad Lindbergh, and Lou Temple. Yeah. Uh, um, like, actually, you've worked with, like, like 50 people that we've had on our show, which makes it, like, fun to bring you on, because now, now when I'm talking to them, I'm, I'll be like, yeah, do you know Mike Ferguson? Yeah, because he was on the show, too. <laughs> which makes the whole thing fun. That was such a good experience. Limbo was amazing. I was a big fan. And uh, we really... Uh, uh, <laughs> Half the cast on that were Jewish, so we tried up. It was so weird. But, uh, yeah, I got back B- BTS from that. It's just amazing. What are you so, talking about? Hollywood's Jewish. Hey. You only have about two or three Christians in it. <laughs> the ones with the money, at least that's for sure. All right, so, like, so like, do you have to learn how to do stunts? Like, how did you learn to, be st- to do stunts and that you do your own stunts and that you, like, do stunt stuff? Do you know, like, we were, like, Tom Proctor's a friend of ours. He does a lot of stunts. Yeah. Uh, like, okay. like, do you have to go to school for that? Or, like, how do you – or just sign a waiver saying, like, if you get hurt, you won't sue them? I've been to, I went to stunt school for about a year. I'm not going to name names. I'm not super cool with those people. But I've done for other roles I've, uh, for Johnny. I went to 8711, uh, which is a big stunt school, and to do all our stuff for that, for that pilot. Uh, but for five years, I trained Krav Maga. I'm a black belt with Krav Maga. Uh, which is, which an, is some kind of karate? No, it's it's a, it's an Israeli martial arts system. It's uh, the Musad all trains in it. It's you do knife takeaways, gun takeaways. It's a combat system. It's not a martial art. It's to kill and maim. And uh, my wife's a black belt, and my kids all went, and they're all black belts. And then I trained two years MMA at Dan Henderson's gym. So I was always very physically active in the martial arts world, and that really gave me kind of an advantage. I did that for seven years when coming to stunts. And believe me, when you're starting to go from martial arts background into stunts, because movie stage combat, I've done a lot of stage combat classes, is so much different than martial arts because you're doing very telegraph moves and big open things. It's not real fighting, but what looks good on the screen is not what is real in real life. Right. I break that and, and it's it slowed down. Everything's much different. It's like it's like a dance. I can't dance, but I can do stunts. See, and he can dance. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do stunts. I've seen you Burt Reynolds, oh, you have Burt Reynolds, uh, who I knew. I talked to him about stunts. Yeah. And I said, "How come you broke so many parts of your body?" He said, "Because the stunts are tough." I said, "But why didn't you have a stunt man do it?" He said, "Ron, I was the stunt man." I said, "I know, but you should have had a stunt man do the bad stunts, and then you do the <laughs> other stunts." I said, "What's wrong with you, Burt?" So he got up and walked away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But I knew him very well. I mean, I knew Glee Winkler, my best friend, was his uh, business manager. Oh, that's so, awesome. uh, and Jimmy so, knew uh, Bert also. Yeah, I knew Bert too as a kid. His his brother, great, a great his brother guy. was my high school football coach. And, wow. and he was, so he used to Bert come Reynolds was a great guy, and he's really missed in the business. Yeah, no, he's a fantastic actor. And honestly, he was, I, he was a buddy. He was a buddy. So, yeah. so you're like, so like you. 
Because I, I, I know that like big guys who know how to actually like defend themselves don't ever actually like get into fights because like uh, they don't want to hurt anybody. But like you actually could though. Like God forbid somebody came up after you like and they were think that you're big. Like you could actually take care of yourself. Oh he, yeah, he would be arrested for lethal. He would be considered like Nicholas Cage in uh, in uh, that movie. What's it called? Con Air, like in Con uh, Air, where he yeah. beats the guy up at the beginning, and then he has to go to jail because he's a weapon. Yeah, so I yeah I don't get in fights and things like that. I mean, look, I, I shoot a lot. I, I did two movies this year in Mexico, one in Mexicali and one in uh, Rosarito Beach, and uh, then I shot in Armenia for two months. And these are different like places, you know what I'm saying? And then. Usually, a lot of the time, I'm keeping an eye out for the, my friends or other co-stars or actors that we're working with to make sure they're safe. They don't even know most of the time, which is funny, you know. Sad, but sometimes we get in weird positions, and you know, I'm always constantly scanning, making sure everybody's okay. You know, saying that there's much safety on and that everything. I'm gonna, you know, I'm traveling again uh, in April, doing another movie in Mexico, a, a supernatural action, supernatural action movie. In April of next year, so, and I think I'm shooting in Mexicali, and, and that's it's a little different there. Mexicali, look, I love Mexico; it's beautiful. Don't believe what everybody says; it's one of the most beautiful countries I've ever been to. The food's amazing, and the resorts are kick ass. Uh, but then, you know, when you're shooting on location and stuff, things are sometimes a little difficult. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> we shot a really shitty movie in Philadelphia. A couple of years ago, and like he didn't want to walk in the woods because of the ticks, so he would have a heart attack. <laughs> in some of the places you go to. No, no, no. It, yeah. No, no, no. You're wrong, Jimmy. I'm, I'm not frightened of people. Yeah, I'm, he just likes bugs. I'm, he doesn't I'm, like I'm, bugs. I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. See a guy as big as you, I'm not going yeah. after you with my fists. What am I stupid? I'm gonna grab a piece of wood and stick it right in your eye, <laughs> <laughs> and then run away as fast as I can. <laughs> Okay, but I'm ticks, just gonna run. But ticks, I'm not afraid of. Uh, and there's an old saying: the bigger they are, the harder they fall, and that's true. I've knocked the shit out of people, big muscular guys or whatever. One good swift with my knee in the balls, and they're down. Yeah, then, the, and no, you he, kick them in the face. Yeah, look, knowing martial arts doesn't make you magical. I mean, that's where the thing is: is that you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a ninja because I thought it was supernatural, weird stuff. And I trained when I was a kid in martial arts, and as I became an adult. It's very different when you're an adult taking martial arts than when you're a kid. Very much different. And then doing a combat system. Look, the smallest guy can take a big guy like me down. You know, what? But, you but, want to but, talk about something? Hang on, wait, 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 wait. In a diner with a lesbian and her girlfriend, all right? Yeah. They got up to leave, and this wise guy grabbed the girl's, the, the, the feminine one's ass. Well, the, yeah. the 12 wheeler diesel dyke. Beat the shit out of that guy like you can't believe. She knocked him or punched him like a truck driver. She whipped his ass. Well, when she left with the girlfriend, everybody in the diner hated him, number one, for what he was doing. And they, they made fun of him. That guy was ruined for life. Good. good. <laughs> now finish your story. I'm sorry to interrupt this. We only got two minutes. So. I, I, I mean, look, man, here's the thing is that I like to play like I'm a big tough bad guy. I cried during commercials. I... Anybody that really knows me is I'm super fucking sensitive. And I, I knew that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm very aware of people's feelings around me and stuff like that. And uh, I, 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 I've got pictures of my cat on my social media. He's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a sphinx cat. I, these, uh, you know, when I, was, I was a little rambunctious when I was younger. But look, I'm mellow with age. I just turned 48 last Thursday. And 
Happy life, birthday. All life is important. All life is important. It doesn't matter what we think about it. And, and I really feel that now. And I, even though I play with guns all the times in movies, I'm not a big fan of guns. I don't stop that my wife has one. But I'm not a huge fan of that. I think it's too finite. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, no matter what the situation. But that's my little weirdness. That's my own thing. So I, I don't know. We, no, all, I agree we with all have it. I'm always cast as a, a mafia Brooklyn guy or a, uh, always a, the tough guy, believe it or not. And in real life, I was a hairdresser, you know. <laughs> it's just a perception people have of things. And then we just play to that, whatever they think. And no, I said, you're perfect mob guy. You know what I'm saying? Come on. I'm going to be in a movie coming up soon. Am I allowed? No. No, I'm not allowed to give the name. But I play the head of the gangsters. Oh, that's awesome. The head. Now, now I graduated from punk to a head gangster that runs the mob. I love it. So everybody, listen up. This is Mike Ferguson. It's called acting. It's called acting. Yes. Yeah, he does it. Yeah, he does. Actually, you both do it very well. He's really good at it too. And you could be scary on screen, but I know you in person, and you're a sweetheart. I appreciate it. I mean, you're the you're one of the nicest people. I know. I think I said. Oh, and I was supposed to tell Eileen. Told me to make sure I say hello to you on the air. Eileen Shapiro. She's my business partner with the blue hair and pink hair. (laughs) What with the uh, tits? She is so awesome. I love her. She is so great. I love her so much. Everybody. She is so awesome, and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because I she asked me who was coming on today. I said, "I don't think you know him." And then I forgot you were with us and helped us with Mars Rocks. And then he was was like, "Oh my gosh, I love him." So, so uh, yeah. So she told me to say hello, and um, we got to go because it's out of time. So, I want to find out. She has the biggest tits you'll ever see. <laughs> no, really. She's got tits that I don't know how she walks, that she doesn't fall on her face. So hold on, everybody. This oh is Mike Ferguson, you guys. His Instagram is MikeFerguson71. His Twitter is at Mike71Ferguson. His Facebook is, I don't know what, just Mike Ferguson? Yeah, sure. Facebook Mike, Mike Ferguson actor. Mike Ferguson, actor, there you go. Um, we want to thank you for coming on the show because we got to go. We're out of time. Happy belated birthday. Hello to your family, and we wish you all the best of luck in everything that you're doing. And we if think I you're know terrific. a film coming up where they need your character, I will give them your name. Absolutely. Because you're a good actor. I love you guys so much. I just want to take, tell you, you guys are fabulous, and I fucking love you. Thank good. you. Watch, you. watch the I love you, we're gay. People make rumors. <laughs> There you go. I love that. All right, Mike. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We got a great show for you guys next week, too. Uh, Danielle, Scotty, Jay, thanks so much. We want to thank our guests, Hook Like Helen and Mike Ferguson, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. This is MCO. I'm just chilling. Every star, yo, sitting down and designing. Why every man never thinking?